amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals. From courses to help you attain or retain certification, to individualized coaching services, to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen, Management Concepts optimizes your professional development. Online, in person, individually, or groups, it's training that's measurably better. Learn more at managementconcepts.com. That's managementconcepts.com. You're listening to Tech With Heart, empowering business success in a digital era. Sponsored by Revealio, innovative software solutions that make your business come alive. Here is your host, international best-selling author, speaker, female tech founder, and innovative expert, Michelle Calloway. Welcome to Tech with Heart. I am your host, Michelle Calloway, I'm the founder of and CEO of Revealio, Innovative Software and Media Solutions. And today on the Tech with Heart show, we are all about empowering entrepreneurs to grab hold of technology, embrace it so that you can experience success in a rapidly changing digital world. And one of the topics that we need to talk about so badly is how to present yourselves, how to hook and hold people's attention. So with me today, I have a very special guest. She is known as the results coach. Her name is Lorraine Lane, and she inspires business owners and managers to lead with, with uh, power and experience and also learn how to present themselves in a way that it holds people's attention. She's written a couple of books. One is called Building, I'm sorry, Business Building Referrals, and the other one is Get It Right. Well, that's what we're going to talk about today is how to get it right. So welcome to the Tech With Heart stage, Lorraine Lane. Yay! Thank you. I'm so happy to be here and get it right. <laughs> Absolutely. So tell us a little bit about why you're so passionate about helping leaders and business owners present themselves well in the digital era. Okay, well, when I started my business 20 years ago, I did not realize how important it was to find my own voice and present myself. And I didn't see that as marketing. And when I finally woke up to the fact that speaking is part of your marketing and if you don't do it well you are unmarketing yourself so i work with my clients to help them find their voice their message their audience and speak their business so i i see so many business owners just trip themselves up and don't do themselves service by not being prepared to speak well about their business Right, because you can be an expert all the day long about what you do and what you know, and it's just a matter of are you able to convey that well? Are you able to convey that in a way that people understand it pretty quickly? Because people's attention spans are really short these days, right? Yes, yes. They say, what, eight seconds? So, so if you don't capture people's attention in eight seconds, they're looking at their cell phone, right? So absolutely. I know I tune out pretty quickly these days. I mean, sometimes I'm even watching a movie while I'm also <laughs> surfing the internet. Yes, I know. And, and I see my own attention span. If I sign up for a webinar or something, and in the first five minutes, if they haven't held my attention, I'm gone. 
I, I, I don't have the patience. So, yeah. <laughs> so what are some of the biggest mistakes that you're seeing what we would call seasoned experts even making today when they go to present themselves? I know we're doing a lot of virtual events. And so with, with the technology of doing virtual events, what are you seeing um, that really kind of makes you cringe? <laughs> well, one of the big things is when somebody's introduced at an event, you know, you introduce the speaker and the speaker comes up and reintroduces themselves. You know, so they're wasting that valuable time and they're losing their audience's attention by repeating what the introduction has already said. Or they will give the person who's introducing them a very long list of their awards and achievements. And it's so boring. You can see people just losing attention. Um, and I even recently was at an event where somebody got introduced and the list was so long, people started laughing, you know, so <laughs> person didn't set the stage well for the speaker to come up. So I think the other thing that I've seen is a speaker getting up there and telling a joke as they're engaging the audience and the joke doesn't go over. So once you've lost your audience, it's very difficult to get them back. Right. So we are talking today about how to hook and hold people's yes. attention. So we talked about the short attention span already, and it's so true. So, so, so true. We have <laughs> it's just it's laughable it's like i don't even know if it's eight seconds honestly lorraine <laughs> it feels like it's only three so yeah. when you are able to get introduced and you are able to get in front of people and this could also go really well for you when you are able to meet people in person you're you go to a networking event let's just say and you end up meeting maybe 50 people in a day but at the end of the day, who stood out to you and why, right? So you want to be the one that stands out to them. So can you give us a couple of tips on some ways to hook people's attention, please? Yes. One of the ways is to listen to what people have to say. And if you notice at networking events, many times when you initiate a conversation with someone, you can tell they're not there with you. They're either looking around the room and trying to make icon, who else do they wanna to talk to? So they're not paying attention to you or they're, you can tell they're just waiting for you to stop talking so they can jump into the conversation. So, so you know that they haven't heard anything that you said. So listening, that's a good tip. Listen to what they are saying. So here's the thing is that if you are at a networking event, then it's good for you to ask them about themselves before you speak about who you are, because then you're able to cater your introduction more or less to something that they're going to want to hear. Is that what you're saying? Exactly. Exactly. Okay. What about if you're speaking though? If you're speaking and you want to engage people, you have to, how are you going to start your talk? You know, what is, so when I'm, when I'm training people on how to do a good presentation, how are you going to open up? What is it that you're going to share with them? So sometimes it's a fact or a statistic or something that's relevant or, you know, um, what's, what's important. How do you start? How do you engage people? So 
one of the things that I caution people, if, if you are one of those people that wants to start with humor, it better be humor that everyone is going to enjoy and not be offensive. And in this day and age, you have to be careful about that. It's kind of a dance that you have to do. So humor is tricky. So oh. I've heard my coaches have taught me statistics do help. Like, you know, did you know that 16% out of blah, 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 have this happen? And, and did you know, or, you know, so you're, you're more or less throwing in some statistics while also even posing questions. That's another good opener, right? Asking yes. questions. Asking so you a know question. It's going to be relevant. Mm -hmm. You know, engage your audience, ask a question and then let them respond. That is a great way to engage people. They're with you, you know, so. So that, like if you're speaking to a group of marketers, the last thing you want to ask them is like, who in the audience is a marketer? You need to know your audience. I think that's what you're kind of more or less saying. Listen and know your audience. Is that correct? Yes, absolutely. Know your audience. I've had situations myself where I had to learn that was a painful lesson when I didn't know my audience and I was speaking to the wrong, I was speaking content to the wrong people. And um, I, I learned a really big lesson. <laughs> I think another thing, if you're doing a live event and you're speaking at a live event, the best thing that you could possibly do is network ahead of time and and ask people certain questions and when you're asking them the questions you're kind of also hearing from them what kind of things you might want to throw into your hook when you yes. first get up on stage is that correct mm -hmm. yes there are ways of finding out who is your audience right so referring back to my experience of not addressing the right audience i was asked by a colleague to speak about delegation you know management delegating to their employees so i said you know who's in the audience managers and doesn't matter you'll do fine i should have asked more questions because my content was aimed at managers the people in my audience were the people who were being delegated to so i it was it was totally inappropriate content for the audience and wow. I tried making it okay and it didn't succeed. So I thought to myself, from now on, I will always find out who my audience is and not just be brushed aside. So there are ways of finding out. Um, ask the event uh, planner or some, whoever's asked you to give a talk, who is there? What would they like to know, okay? Um, and, um, also find out what is it that they want to know about you, your product, your service, what would be important to them. And sometimes I have asked, can I talk, talk to about 10 people who would be in the audience? What would be important to them? And I'll do a little survey. Being able to do business online is crucial for survival, especially during times of social distancing. So how do you survive and thrive in the sea of digital noise? It's a lot like fishing. You need to know who your perfect customer is so that you can use the right kind of lure to attract them. We help you catch your perfect customer and retain them for future sales through highly converting websites, influencer mobile apps, getting you featured in the news and on TV. Hi, my name is Jerry Bowden, U.S. Army veteran and president of Revealio Software Solutions. Our goal is to help you 
rise above the competition? Be seen as an expert authority in your industry and embrace technology to stay competitive for long-term success. It's more affordable than you may think. So reach out to us at Revealio.com and together we will make your business come alive. Uh, so thank you for those tips on how to identify your audience and, and asking good questions ahead of time as much as possible. Um, really honing in because you are going to be far more impactful. Your hook is going to get deeper into the audience's, you know, you think of fishing, right? You know, you want to hook a fish, but yes. then you want to keep them on that hook so that you can reel them in. Uh, we don't necessarily want you to think of people as <laughs> like fish, but the idea here is that you do want to be able to uh, grab their attention in a day or, in day and age when people's attention spans are super duper short and then hold their attention. So let's yes. move now into the holding part. Like how can you, once you've hooked somebody successfully, the last thing you want to do is let that three minute window like mm -hmm. fall flat, you know? So right. what are some tips on how we can continue to hold their attention after that first initial intro? Well, one of the things that happens when you know your audience and you're speaking to what they want to know and hear from you, they will feel like, oh, you get me, right? And so one of the things that I work with people is the words you use. The words you use is really important to think about, um, are you using jargon that people wouldn't understand? And so I work with a lot of technical people and they use words that go right over their audience's head and you will lose your audience that way. It's like, they wonder, what is he talking about? And they lose everything that you've said after that term that you've used that they don't understand. So you need to make, you need to make your conversation understandable, speak their language. That's a really good point. I just want to just jump in there really quick. That is so important because the my mentors have taught me that even though you may be talking to, like if you are a tech head and you like to talk tech talk, um, it's still a good idea to simplify your jargon, even though you may be indeed talking to a bunch of other tech heads, because there could be that 5% in the audience that just doesn't understand that acronym you just threw out or that that buzzword. So I just wanted yes. to reiterate that, Lorraine, because it is, um, you know, you kind of go in and you're like, well, you just said know your audience. And I know my audience and these this audience couldn't understand these certain words. Mm -hmm. But still, you really want to keep it simple so that a fourth grader can understand. Yes. So I'm, I'm working with a client right now who's getting a talk ready for a, a big audience and he's technical. So half of the words he was using I've heard them before, but I don't know what they mean, right? So I said, Jim, you've got to use the language of your audience. And he just looked at me like, doesn't everybody know what that means? And I said, no, they don't. So, so we talked about how to frame what he's saying in a way that it will be well received. You know, so don't assume that because you've heard the word like retargeting that everybody knows what that means, right? So um, the other thing is think about what it is, what's your message? What do you want people to take away from your talk? And the three bullets, if you're doing a 10 minute presentation, the three bullets and how you transition from one point to the other is very important because you don't wanna leave people like 
what, where did you go? What, what? You were just talking about this. Transitions are hugely important. Yeah, I had a friend, she used to shift gears on us all the time while talking and we had no clue. And it became so funny that we would just like say, oh, that was a Lucille moment. You know, we just, we, we've coined phrased it because all of a sudden she's completely talking about a different topic, but there was no pause, no hesitation. She just continued on like a string of sentences, but started talking about a completely different topic. So that's really great. Another thing I heard too, Lorraine, I'm going to maybe lead you into this next section is when you've hooked them and you're starting to kind of go into your talking points, it's really kind of nice to almost set the stage as far as what they're going to get out of this talk. Would yes. you agree? Yes. So setting, setting the stage is really important that you're going to cover this material and then knowing how to wrap it up so that people take away the gift that you're giving them with your talk and not go into other, other topics, which is what I notice some speakers do all the time. It's like time to wrap it up and they somehow get a flash that they need to talk about this other thing and then they, they can't reel it back. So, so knowing how to close and wrap it up without derailing your whole talk is hugely important. I agree with you 100% because the, the reality is, again, people's attention spans are short. I go to church, so I love it when my pastor is able to focus on more or less kind of one to three points being made in the entire message. Mm -hmm. Because our brains seem to can't retain more than that, but each one of those three points can have a couple of sub points so that if people, there are people who love to take notes, by the way, so you mm -hmm. can, you know, you can actually say point one, point two, and th those people that love to take notes. So it's also really nice to know that there's different people with different learning styles. So you want to try and address all the different personality types and learning styles in the audience and, yes. and, and craft your message around all of that, you know, you want to set the stage, you want to help people understand the benefit of what you're talking about, stay focused on your topic, right? I mean, mm -hmm. it, it, there's a lot to this. And I think that that's why it's so important for me, like I needed a, a coach when I realized I needed to start speaking more, I had to hire a coach. Mm -hmm. Can you share a little bit about like, how how you work with influencers and leaders to help them? So I, I, do, I do two ways. I, I work one-on-one -on -one with several people that I'm working with who need to deliver a talk. I was just working with a woman who said, oh, she was fine in front of an audience. She knew how to speak. And then it got about three weeks before her talk. And she goes, can you help me? <laughs> because I don't know what I'm doing. So, so we got her talk ready and it went well. And she had to fill up two hours. That's very different than 10 minutes. So, so um, and, and the gentleman that I, I mentioned getting ready for his talk. So one-on-one, -on -one, getting people ready for their talk. The other thing I do is I have a program called the Presentation Blueprint, where we spend four consecutive weeks getting your talk ready. And we go from your bio. I help you get a bio ready so you always have it there ready to give to a planner or carry it with you because inevitably they will have forget it on their printer. <laughs> so you don't want an introduction that says, well, I left your bio on my printer, so here you go. 
that's not a great introduction. So, so then the whole structure, the title, what is your topic, the structure of your talk, all the things to be careful of that we've addressed here. And then you have the opportunity to do your talk virtually and get feedback from me and from the audience. So people have said that has been the most instructive and helpful because with other programs, you get to hear theory and you don't really work on your own presentation and deliver it and get feedback. Absolutely. That's a uh, Tech with Heart Foundation is all about enlightenment, empowerment and embracing, you know, so we really want to, to, people to have that like workshop type environment where they can get practical application on their particular message. But I yeah. also want to point out too right now, Lorraine, is that when people are listening to this, they may think, oh, I don't need a coach because I don't plan to speak on stages for, for two hours, 45 minutes, or you know, even 30 minutes. But here's the thing. What we're seeing right now is there's, there's a surge of opportunity to present yourself and your business, whether it be on Clubhouse, where you can host your own right. event room, you, or on Zoom, where you can potentially host a webinar. If all of these are opportunities for you to share who you are and what you do, that 30 second intro you have at a networking event, or maybe somebody loves what you're doing in your area of expertise, but yet you, you do not know how to present yourself well. That is so key if you want to grow your business, because ultimately you are the face of your brand and you need to know how to come across in a way that attracts, resonates and hooks and holds people's attention, right? Absolutely. Make no mistake, even before the, the pandemic, you were speaking, you're speaking your business all the time. And if you don't speak about your business well, then you're leaving money on the table. How much is it costing you not to have a talk, not to take advantage of opportunities? And I, I tell my clients, I want you to say yes to every opportunity to speak. And you're speaking even when you're meeting one-on-one. -on -one. So people have learned in the program words that they will say about their business and they're finding that they're much more comfortable speaking at all times about their business, not just when they're in front of the room. Yeah, so I can speak to the fact that it does take practice to get super comfortable doing this, but the reality is, is that if you do not know what you should be saying or how to say it in a way that it's translatable and resonating with others, and you can find out if what you're saying is resonating with others by simply asking them, well, how'd that sound? We actually practice, we call it the 30 second pitch. We mm -hmm. practice that at our Tech With Heart networking events because I know it's so valuable. If you don't know how to introduce yourself in 30 seconds in a way that keeps people like leaning in to say, oh, wow, I wanna learn more about you because you don't have time to say everything. You have to figure out what you can say to hook them. And then next, what can you say to hold them? Right. And then, you know, if it's, if they need more, then that's when you set aside like a one-on-one. -on -one. So mm -hmm. I, I love the fact that you're here, Lorraine, to serve because you're very passionate like I am, right? People are very, uh, they need to be able to shine and set themselves apart from everybody else. Mm -hmm. Yes, that is so important because I, I see so many people who, who don't do that well. Yeah, I have 
a story of this woman who was a realtor and belonged to a, a chamber that I was part of. And at networking events, she would stand up and say, my name is, I'll use another name, Peggy, and I'm a realtor, you know what I do. And she'd sit down and I thought, oh, this. so I invited her to coffee one, one morning and I said, Peggy, what do you love about what you do? And she says, well, you know, I sell houses and, you know. So I said, no, really, what, what people do you love? And she, she, so she's, oh, I love helping couples who are just starting their family, get into a home. And I just love that. She, her, she was just shining. And I said, that's what you need to share with people. So we got her 30 second introduction. She stood up at the next networking meeting, not this half stand. She stood up and she gave her 30 seconds. She said, I'm a realtor and I love helping young families get their first home. People just turned around and looked at her like, where did she come from? Right. That's a so, beautiful transformation because when oh. you're able to tap into your why, which by the way, if for those who are listening, people care far more about why you do what you do than what you actually do. It's like a piggyback. If they learn why you're driven and mm -hmm. showing up so every day at all these different networking events, it's because of your passion and your purpose, they can get behind that and then they can jump on board with what you're offering. But when they find out who you are as a human being behind all of the work that you're doing, they will, they will absolutely clamor to you and send all their friends to you because people are people and we all resonate and connect with each other's and our mm -hmm. heart space. That's why tech with heart is so important. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's, you know, it's, it's that mantra that we say, right? We do business with people we know, like, and trust. So we need, we need to make it possible for people to know, like, and trust us. It doesn't just happen because we go to a networking event, right? Absolutely. In fact, there's so many ways we could have a whole nother session just about how to handle yourself at a networking event. But this, yes. today's topic is about how to hook and hold. And I actually feel like you've given tremendous value and insights here, Lorraine. Um, if somebody was interested in reaching out to you for a consultation to see if you would be maybe a good fit to help them craft their nucleus of messages, what I call it, the core, the core message that you can minimize down to a 30 second intro all the way up to a 45 minute keynote presentation. How can they reach out to you, Lauren? They can go to my website, which is lanebc.com, or they can send me an email at Lorraine with two R's at lanebc.com. Wonderful. You have been just a delight to have on our show. And I really, again, feel that you've given so much insight and value already. But what is like a phrase or a, a, an idea that you want people to walk away from this interview knowing? Be prepared to say yes to every opportunity to speak your business. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, again, go to lanebc.com to reach out to Lorraine. Uh, she's going to be showing up on the Tech with Heart platform a lot more often on our um, Facebook groups and also on Clubhouse. So you can tune in anytime where she's going to be offering different workshops and very affordably, I might add, she's a really heart-centered uh, leader here. I'm very happy to have her be a part of our Tech with Heart family. I do want to let you know that if you are an entrepreneur looking for guidance, 
but you just don't know exactly who you should hook your wagon to, or you know um, you feel a little bit intimidated perhaps by technologies, but you know you need to be using technologies, then the Tech with Heart Network is for you. We are a safe, nurturing community of heart-centered but yet forward-thinking entrepreneurs who want to grow alongside one another. Then we bring in experts and leaders who are also very passionate and heart-centered about giving their guidance and insights back to entrepreneurs. So we need experts. If you're an expert and you would like to share your knowledge base with our entrepreneurs, we would love to have you go to techwithheartnetwork.com check us out. We are a nonprofit organization and we're very passionate about making sure that it's not just the technology that you use, which we will always set you up to, for success, depending upon emerging trends and what we see is going to be the new norm. But we also want to make sure you're using that technology in a way that it enhances human connection. It drives and deepens human relationships. That's how you're going to be successful. And that's what's going to make you the most fulfilled in life. So go to techwithheartnetwork.com if you're interested in learning more. And here is to your success. Amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals. From courses to help you attain or retain certification, to individualized coaching services, to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen, Management Concepts optimizes your professional development. Online, in person, individually, or groups, it's training that's measurably better. Learn more at managementconcepts.com. That's managementconcepts.com. 